Full Irish breakfast. It's time for Geekcast Live. It's a trap. Welcome to episode 478 of the GeekCast Live podcast. I'm your host, Bang GCR, around. and with me, as always, Rubbase and Cartoon Joe. Um, Nick so, was lost to the sands of time. Yes, and I think the he, sands of marjoram. I think he was eaten by one of those <laughs> Dune popcorn tie-ins. Mm-hmm. Ooh, like, yeah, Are we yeah. Gonna, one of those basket worms? Like, yeah. Uh, if we were Bert Kreischer and Tom Segura on that one podcast that they have, yeah, for science, I'm certain one of them is going to fuck the Dune bucket. Sure, certain. Yeah, I assume it's which one of us is going to fuck the Dune bucket for science? For science, for uh, science. Rob, Rob will do anything for science. <laughs> that is that is true. <laughs> I'm a known lover of science. You do love science. Uh, I uh, will. I will buy the bucket. All right. Well, I'll, I'll I guess that means that bucket, I will. I, but I will you have to fuck it and report back. I I will report my findings as soon as I can. I'm going to make what them if it's, uh, very detailed. What if it's what awesome? if it's the greatest like? Can we can we experience get me, of all time? I it it very well could be. Can we get me three buckets though, so that I can have like a control bucket and then yes. like a bucket that I can I don't know do well, something I think, to change up the experience with? I think one bucket needs to be an empty popcorn bucket. It's just sure. the top. right. Sure, one it's bucket needs to have popcorn in it. Sure, and I think the other one, it's just it's a just it's all loop. warm yogurt. <laughs> yep, or like or some kefir. <laughs> <laughs> A nice drinkable yogi. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Banana strawberry or something like uh, that. Ah, yeah. Now we're talking. Anyway. For those anyway, of you who dude. were listening and have turned off, um, if you noticed last week, and I don't think anybody did but me, uh, I introduced last week's episode as episode 478. Uh-huh. Uh, Was last that week's episode was 477. Oh, you son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. But funnier than that is, about two minutes after I introduced it as 478, Nick referenced the episode as episode 476. So we somehow got there in the aggregate. But uh, tonight is episode 478, in case anybody was wondering. I was, and I'm glad to know that now. I'm pretty sure we'll hit late in the season. I think we hit episode 500. I don't even know I'm if it's that late pretty end, sure. But, I think yeah. it's like October. Yeah. I don't know. I don't do math. I wouldn't. Oh no, it'd be maybe what twenty three weeks from now. Yeah. So half a year. Half a year. Yeah. 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 So that's sometime. Yes. Yeah, uh, August. Five hundred episodes though is this season. That's pretty intense. We're not to do. We should do. We got to do it. something. Five yeah. five hundred's a lot. That's that's a that's a big oh. milestone for us. Five hundred's a milestone. I don't know what we do. The, the date twenty three weeks from now is Wednesday, July thirty first. It's only it's Harry Potter's birthday. All right. I will likely be uh, hard Wait, out on. on that one because that's right around Ashley's birthday. So <laughs> that's the suck. 
<laughs> Sorry, podcast. We'll figure it out. We'll figure maybe it out. maybe we'll do but maybe we'll we'll, we'll probably record on a Thursday. Anyway. Big ups, big achievements. So, uh, what's that? Let's let's talk some morning shop, Joe. What uh, what's got what's got your uh, ducks in a row? What's maybe, got what's your going? goat? What you know really what? grinds I'm, your gears? I don't. Uh, I don't think I talked about this last week, but I'm I am uh, I am thrilled that my cat is half as diabetic as he was a week ago. Now, That's, is that by like mass? Or... Uh, by units of insulin, I have to give him a day. Oh, okay. Is it so? I believe we had talked before that your cat had the diabetes, or or maybe all cat diabetes can be reversed. Is that just? Is this to be expected yeah. based on the medicines you've been giving them? Yes, it is. Uh, it's it's taken a little longer than we hoped, but that's I think more to do with um, uh, before you make any insulin changes, you got to get the vet to sign off on it, and because of the shortage of vet techs, um, two of the local vet hospitals merged, mm-hmm. um, or whatever veterinarian places, sure. yeah, um, and, and vets offices uh, merged, and so our vet didn't get back to us for like three weeks. Um, but his number has been fantastic. And so, yeah, so now instead of giving him insulin, uh, twice a day, we only have to give it to him once a day, which means that, um, we can now feed them at like six 30 and six 30, which sure. means I get to sleep until like however late I want. Cause I, I don't really want to sleep past six 30 anyway. Um, so yeah, I've gotten like an extra hour of sleep every night for the past week and i feel fantastic how's that, how's that feel yeah that's, that's oh it's great energy. it's great i'm really honestly i i didn't know that you could feel good from sleeping an extra hour <laughs> my sleep patterns have been um god awful lately so i yeah i envy you no just uh get your life to be one less unit of insulin yeah, well, I, yeah. yeah, I don't know how to. I don't know. I don't know how that works. Not sure. Uh, but yeah, but hopefully, hopefully, like two more weeks. His numbers have continued to be great. So hopefully, in two more weeks, he'll be off it entirely, and we'll just, you know, it'll just be normal again. We just, uh, we'll just keep him off of the uh, the sugary, carbo food, or whatever. It'll just be all protein stuff. Yeah. So, as a cat, nice. I'm sure he does. As a cat, uh, he hates it. He really, uh, well, he, he loves rather have pasta. the sugary stuff. He loves pasta. He's basically Garfield. Both my cats are orange cats. So, how's your how's your uh, new cat, Rob? Oh, uh, no, no. I did you get another new cat? No, we didn't. We almost did. Uh, So, one of our uh, coworkers had brought a cat in. Uh, I guess he was spraying all around his property and house and the cat and some other uh neighborhood we'll say cat uh were like fighting on his porch all hours of the night so anyway he was looking to rehouse it and uh some of our co-workers had uh we'll say less than ideal uh uh plans for what to do with a cat and so uh i found uh i i took it under my uh wing and it was my little co-pilot for a period of time and then i oh, nice. took it to a uh uh animal shelter here in town uh i wanted to but unfortunately with him not being uh spade spade is right right sure is it a whichever, him? yeah him no, um, 
Neutered, sure. Yeah. So uh, with him not being neutered and with it having been a uh, an outdoor cat primarily, uh, there were probably going to be a lot of shots and things that we were going to have to do. And as much as I really did end up enjoying that cat, it uh, I don't think Ashley and I are in the place to take on yet another animal. So for now, I'm sure that it will happen. I feel very here. responsible of you. You're, yeah, you're a good was, guy. Yeah, I... Well, uh, what, what, what shopped your morning then? If your cat, if if a new cat didn't do it, uh, the new cat didn't do it, but, uh, that's okay because this month is the greatest month in the whole year. Uh, and that is because it is Robbie That's right. Black history month. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Which is also celebrated this month. I'm told, um, yeah, no, uh, it's been uh, it's been fun uh, enjoying time with some friends and family uh, and uh, just getting ready for weekend festivities, which is fun and exciting. Uh, like I said, I just finished up a real big game with uh, of D&D with some buddies to send another one of my friends off into the ether. So uh, it's been a powerful week. I am tired as shit and ready to just uh, crash for several days. Um, but alas, there is no arrest for the wicked. So not anytime soon. Uh, right. What about you? I have had the pleasure of being out on the road this week for the majority of the week. And uh, which means I have gotten to catch up on podcasts that I just haven't had a chance to spend time with. And it was it's nice. There's something comforting about hearing. About the worst people in all of history. Yeah, there is something about listening to just about the worst people. And that's 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 both bastards and knowledge fight. And um, I don't speak German. And you should get some uh, 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 lines led by donkeys. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. What was was the Madhouse one? That was a great one, too. I, uh, well, she's got that new one now where it's like a. like uh deja news or something like that i can't remember what it's called but uh, no um, i don't know about it yeah i got a chance to catch up on about fucking like eight knowledge fight episodes and oh uh God. and it was yeah, that great about right i had i had two of the robert e lee behind the bastards in the can that i hadn't listened to yet and by the time i got through those two um Part three dropped, and by the time I, I listened to that yesterday, and then part four dropped this morning, mm-hmm. and uh, what a wild, wild series! It's amazing to me the thing that I have that sticks out to me most in my mind mm-hmm. as a guy who was raised in this little rural Republican enclave. Sure, mm-hmm. and, and I'm sure it has nothing to do with rural or Republican. To be honest with you, I, I don't. Because it doesn't seem I, like that's how like prop was raised or how Robert was raised. Although they were, they were anyway. At least, at least Robert, yeah. The, yeah. The idea that like I un, honest to God, until these episodes, Robert E. Lee was like a good guy who just made the wrong initial choice. Right? You know what I mean? Sure. Like I had never heard, I assumed he was a slave owner because like who wasn't you know john brown 
Well, I know that the people that well, watched, yeah, yeah. but <laughs> but it's like, but yes, yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. the fact for, that like, he, like from the south, you're from the south, you're a named character, you're a slave owner, you're a slave owner, and so it was just and, assumed and he was, but there's also involved with the south during the Civil War. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like, but I always plenty of he's boxes. always he's always kind of portrayed as like. One of those, like, I think they talk about it in episode two, like prop talks about like, yeah, like there's, there's like the bad slave owner and then like the good slave owner. Sure. And yeah. he's always right. portrayed like the, as the like a benevolent slave slaves. owner yeah. uh, who just like, you got to hand it to a guy who just wouldn't fight against Virginia. You know, he's a Virginian. And it was like, right. that's what you, that's what I, I guarantee all three of us, all three of us were raised in, that's what was Robert not, really. not. Yeah, not terribly far off from that at the very mm-hmm. least. To find yeah. out that he was like a bumbling coward. Well, I, yes. Is it shouldn't be a surprise, but like I just hate that you have to find out about it when you're 40 over a podcast and it's just not what you're raised up like. This is just the truth of it. Suss yeah. it out however you want to suss it out. But like, yeah, like first, like, why was there a statue of him that we even had to tear down? He was a piece of shit. Right, because, because of the 1960s. Uh, I, but, I understand the reason. But, but, I understand. I, 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 I know. I know. I know. Uh, the thing that I found most fascinating about that, I guess it is like tangentially rated, related to what you're talking about here, is um, the amount of media, be it uh, various forms of books or like topics that are. Uh, it's like some way tangentially related to Robert E. Lee, the amount of like lost cause washing that is done and just kind of like rinsed in with a lot of the history. Um, even some yeah. of those like uh, uh, what the fuck are those big head books? Like I see them all the time now because I teach at an elementary school like the There's the they're, all, they're all over them. Uh, my yeah. son, when he was like first learning to read they were his fucking book because it was yeah. they're like and they seemed to me to be um like if you're going to read you might as well read about Susan B Anthony sure but here's right. a book and, about Susan B Anthony and for what it's worth at least like the excerpts that were like read from specifically um about like you know who was Robert E Lee um, nothing seemed like particularly egregious per se. Um, but yeah, just like, even, even still with it, you know, trying to be as, uh, like velvet gloved as you can be around the topics of slavery and American civil war around children, like some of the, some of the rhetoric, <laughs> some of the story and there comes off like, Hey, look out, you know, generally he was one of the good ones wink wink yeah uh i mean i just it's just it's it's fascinating it is fascinating it is weird horrifying i I, I, honest to god have never thought about it i i had (laughs) i had never put any thought to the fact like why why wasn't robert e lee executed by the state yeah or jefferson davis or jefferson davis i don't understand how it, it wasn't En masse, you're traitors. Bye. I, 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 but I, how many I, executions honest, happened from this last treason attempt? I have fucking none. 
<laughs> All right. So, guys, I'm, at this point in time, I'm beginning to see a pattern. And here is what I am suggesting <laughs> for us and all of our podcast listeners. If we bind together and attempt to overthrow the U.S. government, the worst, the worst that could happen is that we'll get, what, 60 months, maybe less. And well, they'll take the worst that could happen is they'll take your house and bury bodies in it. Ah, that's fine. The worst that I have a pretty small property. Actually, anyway. it's the not your house. It's your father-in-law's house. The worst that'll happen is like, like 180 to uh, like 180 years later, they'll tear your fucking statue down. Sure, right. that's the sure. worst the statue that was put it. up posthumously by like 80, 80, 100 years. Yeah, someone they'll tear it down eventually. Yeah, so it's just uh, amazing between between that and and just how horny Robert E. Lee was for his horse. I uh, no traveler. I I'd never heard that horse thing before. And I, I had it like, either. I feel Me like either. I should have known about that. I don't know. I feel like I would have known about that. Is right. Where I, that's, that's where why I feel like I failed like an myself. Uncle John's bathroom reader. I don't know. Those were good books, by the way. Weren't they great? I think that yeah. Were they called Uncle Johns? They I were think Uncle so. Johns. Yeah, they were like thick, and they were like full mm-hmm. of short articles about things. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Poems, how to write them. So, yeah, that's honestly, that's what's that is what has uh, ripped my day in half is the fact that I get to go back to these podcasts. And I like hearing Dan and Jordan. I don't I I do. And maybe I could be corrected. I don't think Dan and Jordan are friends outside of work. I don't know. I think that I think that they are. They, I, I I feel like. I feel like they're both irreplaceable on their own show. Like that mm-hmm. show is nothing without Dan. Sure. And I don't think it's anything without Jordan. Sure. And I think they both know that they're tied to each other if it's going to continue. Sure. And I don't think they're friends outside of work. Interesting. I think Jordan is gets on Dan's nerves and he's been getting on him a lot lately. It seems like mm. he's been very dismissive of Jordan. I mean, someone, he'll be like, ah, Moving on. <laughs> I mean, I think that there maybe are, that's the shtick. I I think that's part may, maybe partially a stick. Uh, I think that I can certainly relate to being the kind of person at times that Jordan is, um, and I can imagine that uh, some of my friends will probably like. I don't know. I could see them also being like, ah, you know what's a great idea if we just move on from whatever we're talking about right now. <laughs> I do, there are two wolves, and sometimes yeah. one of them has to tell the other to shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. You just gotta <laughs> shut the fuck up and let's move on. <laughs> for the betterment of mankind, for all of us to just have a better day. Shut oh, the fuck up shit. right now. <laughs> uh I would like to extend some trivia to you guys that oh, I just please. learned. Uh Traveler was 16 hands tall, which is 64 uh inches. Uh, and he outlived Lee by a few months, put down because he got a contracted with untreatable tinnitus. Hmm. Wait, tinnitus? Nope. Tetanus. It's ringing in his ears. Tetanus. He's like, I just can't shake it. I can't shake my... The no, he's, just, he's just pawing at his ears, ah! hitting himself in the head of his own hooves, which uh, I think is physically impossible. It is. Because he doesn't have that joint. Right. <laughs> he can't make it. Imagine if you saw a horse whapping at its own ears. Turns out it'd be like I that deer with suck fingers it from Adventure Time. <laughs> Tinnitus. It's, it's tetanus. <laughs> it, 
It looked close enough. Stepped on a rusty nail. <laughs> I was. They put him down excited. with tinnitus. This fucking horse just heard like ringing to death. That's uh, that was it. Between finding they out, they yelled that, at him so bad he died. I'm trying to figure out what's funnier: finding out that a horse can get tinnitus or that a cat can get diabetes. I don't know which one is. <laughs> We're learning all sorts of stuff really about am. animals today. I really am. <laughs> Be like the fucking. I had to put my cat down. Why? Cotton mouth. <laughs> just, yeah, just a some real dirty joints, or do you mean like a cotton mouth snake got a hold? A cotton mouth snake, snake. Oh my yeah. god. Okay, so she's probably gonna kill me for this, but <laughs> this is so funny. Um, what is it? Is the uh, homophones are words that are that sound the same but are spelled differently? Or mm-hmm. those? Yeah, those are homophones, right. right? Yeah. So my daughter, one of my daughters is doing homophones in mm-hmm. class and it's part of a, like a spelling curriculum, right? Sure. So you say the word and then you got to say, you got to use it in a sentence. So she knows which one she's spelling. Right. And I'm just kind of paying attention and, uh, <laughs> She's reading, not she's, my wife is administering like a, we're, we're practicing, right? Right. And she says, uh, sweet. The word is sweet. And mm, she goes, okay. I had a sweet in the hotel. And I'm like, mm-mm. Mm-mm. Uh, well, my daughter spells it S-S-U-I-T-E. And she's like, mm-hmm. correct. And I'm like, hold on. Was it correct? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, if I had a cookie in the hotel, then mm-hmm. I then she spelled it wrong. And she's like, okay, asshole. You know what I mean? I was like, I'm not, <laughs> listen, I'm not, I, you didn't I, do I it. S- I'm like, I swear that I'm not trying to be, pedantic. I'm not trying to be I, like pedantic or an asshole. Yeah. I'm just saying that that was like, we could like. I'm a lot more likely to have a cookie in a hotel with a room in a hotel than a sweet uh, hotel, but not a cookie. Yes. Sure. And then my hotel like, room was a suite. My hotel right. room was a suite. My hotel room got upgraded to a suite. Right. Sure. They didn't have any regular rooms. All that was available was a suite. Right. There you go. Um, so she's like, blah, blah, blah. Okay, okay. Well, the next one is <laughs> waste. <laughs> and she goes, she goes, I had to take out the waste. And I was like, hold on. Because if I, you're a tailor. if I was a tailor <laughs> and my pants were a little snug, you'd literally have to take out the waste. That's what the tailor would do. And she was like, fuck you. Josie's not thinking about. What a tailor. Tailors. And I was like, I'm just saying. We I just think do- she should be. I'm saying we that we that we could be administering this. We in a could more be doing the capacity. test better. <laughs> Everything we gave her didn't clear it up. Yeah, like it'd be like <laughs> uh, patience, and she'd be like, "I'm running out of patience." And it's like, well, if you're a doctor, are you, right, are you, you don't have any doctor? more people in the waiting room. <laughs> That's a you, good thing. Aren't you? Running out of patience. <laughs> oh my god, it was oh. so funny. Made me fucking laugh. <laughs> she, it was it was like a Saturday Night Live skit. 
Yeah. Where like she'd she say it and I was like, hmm. mm. I mm. don't I have no clarity. Yeah. Uh, it makes me think of uh I, I saw recently a clip from Family Guy where he's in a spelling bee. Hmm. Uh, Peter, Peter Griffin's in the spelling bee, and he's against like I don't know I, his name's like Oliver North or something. But the the guy calls him Oliver North Tower because he's like an Indian kid. <laughs> um, but Peter gets the his last word is lesbians. He's like, can you use it in a sentence? Can you use it in a libelous sentence? <laughs> <laughs> I just fucking I. I tried. There was a third one that she went with, and I can't remember what it was. But after the second time, because I, I didn't correct her or anything, I was just like, "Hey, that didn't work." I, just for curiosity, <laughs> I just yeah, just just out of it was just when she when she did when she did sweet, and I was like, "All right, here's what I would have said." And then when she said, "Take out the waste," I was like, "Fuck, that's we're doing it again." <laughs> and then she had a third one, and I looked at her, and she was like, "Don't say a fucking thing," because the second she said, "Murder you," the right second now. she said the sentence, I was like, "That doesn't clear it up." You're fucking, and she's like, <laughs> and but every time she did it, Josie spelled the right. She spelled the right one, but it was like. Presumably, because that's the ones she's been practicing. Well, I guess they're homophobes. Well, she's, so they she's be practicing, practicing both. both of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. That makes sense. It was so funny. I can't she practice them with yeah. the sentences, though? Because that might be... I don't... It was very funny. Made yeah, me get... That's hilarious. I love it. I, there's nothing better than wordplay. No, I, I. it's fun for everyone. Mm-hmm. Unless you're annoyed by it, and then it's no fun for anyone. Right. Well, it's fun for me to annoy people. It's fun. Yeah, it's fun for all of the people around you. Yeah. I just, I honestly, when she said, when she said, I had a sweet hotel, I was like, hmm, no, that's not. And she's like, oh, come on. I would, she's like, I've never, I would never think in that sentence that you were talking about like ice cream. And I was like, that's the only thing I thought of. I'm right. <laughs> I had some sweets in the hotel. I, I didn't go to hotel suite. Don't know right. why. The, Probably should there's have. A, uh, the title of the sweet life with uh, Zach and Cody. The whole premise is that it's a pun based on the homophone. Correct. Well said. I'm glad that somebody finally had the balls to go there. Jason. I'm 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 sad it took 478 episodes to get to the sweet <laughs> life of Zach and Cody, but here we are. Speaking of, it, it it took us 778 episodes to get to the Sweet Like of Zach and Cody. It took us 34 minutes to get to the meat and potatoes of our show, which is the uh, all the superhero casting news. So and, much. And there's been a lot of it. And trailer releases that, uh, that have hit us post Super Bowl. Super Bowl, of course, we got Deadpool versus Wolverine. Which we saw the trailer of. I'm sure you guys have seen it. I've which seen it looks times. pretty great. Looks yeah, pretty yeah, great. I'm looking um, forward to it. I have a, I have a soft spot for um, Nando's pitch for Deadpool three. I think it's better than what we're gonna get. But I'm super happy with what I saw. Um, I hope it's not one of those cameos to death movies. But I think oh, it will be. But I think it will be. I just I hope I would, it's I would also I hope it's like tongue in cheek. Well, yes, that's 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 the thing that I would hope for the best, because like I think that Deadpool is the ideal place where you want to just let's put as many cameos in there as we can. Cameos for people that are completely unrelated to the MCU. Let's get Celine Dion in here. 
what's George H.W. Bush doing these days? Like he's dead. You could but. he's dead, but like we could get the we could drag his body I out. I do of think it'd be grave. very funny if they pulled out his corpse for this movie. I think that it would be hilarious, Joseph. I think it'd be better and, if it was like Dana Carvey. Sure. Who used to be George H. W. Bush on Saturday Night Live. I, I that would be incredible. a variant. That <laughs> I I was busy thinking yes. about getting out Walt Disney's cryogenically preserved corpse. All of these things and more. But I do think Dana Carvey's HW Bush is much funnier. I think this is the perfect place for all of these cameos, but I'm with you. I hope that they are, uh, they're funny and mostly inconsequential and fun. Like that's, I have a feeling they're going to be inconsequential. I think it's going to be like, he's going to be like Taylor Swift in the last Deadpool movie. Taylor Swift supposedly is in this one. Was she as the mutant dazzler is the excellent. All right. Give me, give me like Peter Jackson eating a carrot. Who are some of the, like... Just cuss. Yeah. That'd be a hilarious cameo. Who are some of the, like, crazier cast members that dropped in for the last one? They were just in for, like, a short bit, too. There was... uh, Brad Brad Pitt Pitt Pitt. in there. Like, The Invisible Man or something. Um, Uh, God, I feel like there were... There were like a half dozen, at least, in, like, the opening segment that got killed off by, like, the middle of the first act, but I think that's that was the uh, the oh, yeah, Damon. Uh, Skarsgård yeah. was in it. Yeah, Matt yeah. Damon, mm-hmm. James McAvoy, Terry Crews, Holt. Terry Crews was in it. Yeah, it was all the X Factor guys. Yeah, when he, when he formed his crew, and then and they, they all died. Died, and then he, and I and think then he, and then he saved them all at the end when he went back and went uh, and redid time. Yeah, and I that's think right. that's perfect. Alan Tudyk. Supposedly, it is a crazy uh, cast. At some point in the Deadpool Wolverine trailer, you see um, what is obviously Wolverine based on the hair, but he's mm-hmm. in a white suit. You see him from the back. Um, there's patch. it's Patch. Um, supposedly, that's not Hugh Jackman. Ooh, that is a, over the new or like a variant at least. My guess is. You remember how everybody was like, we need to get John Krasinski to be Reed Richards. Mm-hmm. And then they they did the fan service in Doctor Strange and put him in as Reed Richards. Sure. You right. think that's going to be Zach Efron? I think it's Daniel Radcliffe. Ooh, I, I think that. it's I think it's Daniel Radcliffe as Patch. And supposedly he's they uh, you don't see the other person who's at the table playing mm-hmm. cards against Patch. Mm-hmm. Um the the rumor that is on Twitter and online, so it means nothing. But yeah. I would like to, that's what we're here for is to talk about it. Is yeah. uh John Cena's Gambit? From oh my that god, failed, that failed Gambit show that he was gonna or movie that he was trying to get off the ground. I would that love just that. makes me happy. See, that's the kind of cameo shit that I'm totally into. Yeah, and I think that Deadpool is the perfect like avenue for for that kind of just like fun fuckery. Yeah, don't do it in a serious Marvel film. No, no, do it here. Do a gross amount of it, and then make sure that all of it is like tied together with some sort of like Madonna bow. He calls himself Marvel Jesus. It's yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> pretty great. I'm a. Uh, the thing that I'm most interested in about Deadpool versus Wolverine, which is odd, is the ending of it. I want I don't know because I think it has to end 
when that movie ends, because it's the only MCU movie coming out this year. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. That movie has to be the springboard into whatever is happening. The next, next big thing in the MCU, which we know is Secret Wars. That's coming. But this has got to set that up somehow, some way. And I don't know how they're going to do it and who's going to be involved in it. And I uh, um, I think Nando actually was talking. He did a breakdown of the trailer on Nebula. And he was talking about how he believes that whatever mission Deadpool is set on by the TVA mm-hmm. fails. And sure. it's that failure that ushers in the whatever the next is. It's not, he doesn't win. He doesn't save the day. He fails. So I love that. Me too. I like that quite a bit. My my first thought, whenever I was trying to like like guess as to where this might go, um, and I don't know how it springboards into the next act of Marvel, but I feel like it's the only place that you could go with a time traveling um, Deadpool space cop uh, is Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe. Please. Because I think that that would be. Yeah. Why not? We're getting rid of Kang. We're getting ready to do this huge reset. You know let's what? Do it. Fuck it. Let's let Deadpool gets to kill everyone. Let's That's, go. I. I, if you wanted to reset the MCU, is exactly how I would do it. That's that's one hundred percent how I would do it. Yeah, and do I don't it. think anyone would complain. What is it with uh, superheroes in red suits that reset their universes? Mm. I, Some with the color red, man. Weird. Uh, Flashpoint paradox. Oh, uh, I was like, what, I I was thinking Spider Man. Then I was thinking Santa. Yep, both of those kind of. <laughs> I was sure. paradox. I love yeah. the idea That's like three. Santa resets the DC universe. Oh. He is an San- omega level mutant. I mean Santa watches the Watchmen. I don't God know damn. if I trust that. Who do you trust if not Santa Claus? I I've been lied to one too many times before, Ryan. <laughs> uh, it's just, trust is hard to come by. I like if you gave him a sword. Uh-huh. Deadpool or Santa? Santa. Okay. Are we assuming he knows how to use it? Yes. But use it correctly. Okay. Fair. No. Has 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 Santa spent time learning the way of the blade? Is what I'm asking. I'd like to think the answer is yeah. He has 364 days a year to do that. Mm-hmm. Do you think he spends that time sword like with sword play? You think he? I I'd like to think he's limitlessing himself. I think I like to think oh. he's learning different languages. He's just re- constantly he's just, dosing. He's on fucking. Uh, oh god damn it! What's it called? I keep want to say I want to say Rose Matter, but that's not it. No, no, but that's, that's what's great. the uh, what's the fucking. Uh, language Rosetta Stone. God damn it. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Rosetta Stone, not Rose Matter. Yeah, he's he's like he's learning German, which <laughs> I'm gonna say he probably, probably knows. knows already. Mm-hmm. German. Yeah. Being a German. Free stuff. What a weird tangent we just went off on. How did we get to yeah. how did we get to that? 
That's a good question. But I do love I, the idea. Like, uh, probably he knows how to use a bronze sword. I would assume because I, I, I like the uh, the first time I feel like I was really exposed to it was from Jim Butcher. But the the idea that Santa is Odin, uh huh, like it makes sense to me. And I could uh, like surely Odin knows how to use like a broadsword. Mm. So surely Santa knows how to use a broadsword. Well, I know you you use a spear for distance combat, and then when they move in closer than your spear can can stab, you switch to your sword. I like the idea that Santa is just like a barrel chested brawler. I don't hate that either. Like, kind of like uh, David Harbour in Violent Night. I like yeah. the idea that he's just, uh, like, he takes a he could take a lot of punishment. Yeah, kind like of like a, a sword Tank Abbott sword. Swing it, he just punches with a sword in his hand. Like Tank Abbott, he's got one of those, like, uh, like he goes like this, and the sword comes out. Like, uh, like all the Nazi bad guys in Hellboy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like that. The camera not saying that, around the room. Not and then saying he Santa's to... a Nazi. I didn't no, say but he's that. Gonna... But he's going to fight all those Nazis with his knuckle dusters and broadsword. Santa versus Nazis. You could make. I will make a 10,000 fucking like comic book run. You could do <laughs> you could do a like a holiday movie. Where it's just Santa versus it's Santa. Santa shows up to Allied Command. He's joining the fight. Yeah. And it's just a movie of him just like he's just he's walking through fucking Berlin, just fucking killing Nazis. I love that. If only because immediately after you finished that thought, I uh, was imagining the sequel up, which is just like uh, the sun rising over like the, the South Asian like seas, helicopters flying in. And then, you know, it pick any song from that era. And then uh, Santa comes in riding fucking gunner on uh, into Vietnam. Yeah, yeah, it's well, it's it's a fortunate son. Obviously. Yeah, yeah, of course. Well, yeah, yeah. And naturally. he's fucking he's in his he's in his fucking Cigar. he's in his red his red pants with his fucking his jacket. It's wide open shirt, chest hair out. <laughs> He's got a fucking <laughs> stutter shades off. He's got a fucking cigarette in his mouth. M14 uh, slung around. And he's just, he's on like the fucking, the, like, uh, the running boards of the helicopter. Yeah. Awesome. He's it's, America's greatest hero. I, you know what? I might actually consider watching these movies. I would fucking, this in a heartbeat. Sounds like an you give me America. Santa fist fighting Edwin Rommel. I am. It already sounds so much better than Thanks Killing, and they made three of those movies. Yeah. Oh, they made more than one. Yep. Good for them. Santa fucking whistling and then going like this as the fucking helicopter mm-hmm. blades start whirling. Mm-hmm. And he's just fucking mowing motherfuckers down. He uses no superpowers. He's not like super. No, he's, no it is literally he's like just a scripted Santa Claus. He's just fucking Santa. And yeah, he's just. He's like Iron Guard Santa. He's 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 functionally immortal. Right. Unless yeah. you kill him. Fuck yeah. And then he comes home and sees how the fucking government's treating other veterans and he fucking wipes the floor with Washington. It's first blood. That's the third part. That's the ends the trilogy. Called Santa Verse. It's the Santa VS series. 
But boys, I think we've done it again. Yep. I love that. And what Hollywood, I would if you're listening is Santa verse and Santa verses mm-hmm. can very easily be uh, used interchangeably. Mm-hmm. Well, then we haven't even talked about like the Easter bunny. So don't. Well, sure. That's whenever you start like really opening up the Santa verse. The, the whole, Santa verse. Right. Yeah. Right. Because I hate it. When you start getting. You know, um, we have to make uh, sure the first movie is a part like one. The fucking though. Hebrew hammer. Yeah. You know, get like, Swifty from Rick and Morty. Yeah. Sure. With iced tea. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they do. A, I, I, in the latest season, they do a sequel. That's like Rise of the New Americans, the movie. Magma Q. Yeah. And. Um, well, at the end of it, um, uh, Ice T becomes king, and he becomes Magma T. First of all, <laughs> hell yeah! Second of all, the uh, the button scene at the end of the or post credit scene, whatever, at the end of the episode, Ice Cube shows up <laughs> so that they can go fight the Geometrons. <laughs> I'm putting a team together. It's the Geometrons. That's pretty fun. I can't oh. wait! I can't wait! Four more seasons. Ice Cube. Mm-hmm. That took me longer than it should. <laughs> it's hard without the visual cues that are happening in the episode. Yeah, I don't. It, it shouldn't have been that hard, but it it was that hard. Yeah. Um, Rob, what are you geeking on this week? Uh, I have recently been dipping my toes back into Star Wars uh, Jedi Knight Jedi Survivor. Video games uh, it was or yeah it was a it was TRPGs. a video game uh yeah it was a video game uh it was the second one that came out with the uh, ginger jedi maybe a couple of years ago oh yeah yeah, yeah. Um, uh god that game cal still slaps. Kestis. yeah cal Kestis, best jedi as far as i'm concerned uh ginger jedi check uh falls in love with a night sister check uh goes and becomes the empire's most wanted terrorist uh pretty much of all time check like guy's a fucking stud uh the game's great uh the story uh i just finished it again here recently and like the the twist and the like the empire moment that happens in the second game goes straight for the fucking heart and it it still it still slaps um so really enjoying that. I, I'm glad that I got to, you know, I picked it back up. And are, what are where in the timeline are those games set? So those are probably right around the time. Like the second one takes place probably right around the same time as Kenobi. Okay. Uh, um, so it's it is like dark times, like right in that like Han, like the the solo era, Andor, Kenobi, like in that ballpark. Um, and uh, it's fucking great. Uh, love the cast, love the crew. Uh, the characters are great. The story is really solid. You get to see interesting, um, like sort of newer aspects of the Jedi Order that like hadn't really been around for very long at the time, like the High Republic stuff, mm-hmm. and start getting into a glimpse of some of that. It's it's very cool. I would highly recommend it. So, uh, Joe, what about you? I, uh, I sort of two things. I have two minds. Mm-hmm. One, um, I'm back. I'm back doing one piece. Uh, I think I'm, I'm around episode nine fifty. I don't know. Plus or minus five. Um, and, uh, so I'm, I'm firmly in the Wano arc. I'm really excited for where that's going. For those of you who are in the know, for those of you who aren't, it's just, it's one of the 
story arcs. One of the many or many, yeah, many. It's arcs. the one where he goes to fictional Japan and uh, does fictional Japan stuff. So there's a lot of samurai and you know breaking out of prison and hell yeah geishas and stuff it's great it's really good and i'm really excited for what's going because i am not a person who cares about spoilers and so i i know where the story is heading and i i'm just i'm really excited about it um so i'm, I'm really enjoying that and then on the other side i i guess sort of following the similar uh anti-authoritarian uh vibe of one piece i am i'm loving what's happening to alex jones uh with with the uh the plaintiffs in the Connecticut case asking that he his his uh, assets just be liquidated mm-hmm. to meet their one point five billion dollar payout. He's going to lose uh, everything. Yeah, it'll be beautiful. I, I mean, I don't like the word payout for it, but you know what I mean. I, um, as, I assume the reason he's back on Twitter is because he's getting some sort of financial gain from Twitter. Yeah. Um, Do you think that? him and tucker are gonna share like offices right next to each other and they're like little twitter space like whatever whatever is going to be going on if my offices you mean jail cells yeah sure i hope you're right i hope so too i uh i love seeing that news that's wonderful yeah that made me really happy and i think right on its heels we've got the uh the 450 million dollar verdict out of new york for for the Mm, trump organization yep and um i can't remember what i saw today but i saw something along the lines of um he he don't have that money Mm -hmm. because he's he's his his campaign has spent four million dollars fighting legal campaign legal fights and they've only raised like eight thousand this year and i just um couldn't happen to a nicer guy they uh he asked for a stay from the judge in having to pay that money and the judge said oh. no nah. um and then the, Absolutely not. the the attorney general is it attorney general mm-hmm. attorneys anyway they they said that they'll just seize his properties excellent which yeah, i no that's, notes that's fine my yeah. all right so i guess piggybacking on that for just like a split second teasing that thought out a little bit so that has happened in new york where he has prominently done business for a, a long time um he has other properties in other places right oh yeah i believe around pretty much around the world what are the odds that all of the uh taxes and everything on the all of the right. loans that he's been taking out and everything's on the up and up at all of those places I'm sure none of them are. Yeah. yeah. What's weird? What's funny about it too is that part of the settlement is he can't do business in New York. Yeah. He can't. Um. He can't draw. Uh. He can't get a loan from a bank in New York. Well, um, most any bank that would have the ability to loan him the money he needs to have mm-hmm. have uh their they do business in New York. He can't get a loan from any bank. Even if that bank is in Colorado, that bank's mother bank is in New York. He can't get a loan from it. Well, I'm, I guess I'm Incredible. curious as to how far that they would like, like follow that. Like, is is that a thing or or it, they were talking? I, people people smarter than me are talking about the implications of that. Not just the monetary value of that settlement, but how crippling it is to him as a like a business 
his business, even if his business is a business that doesn't do business in New York. Sure. Right. Just just by the nature of. If that business were to get financing from a bank, Mm -hmm. that bank does business in New York and therefore he can't use that bank. And he has no money. His, his reserves have been spent fighting all these legal battles. And now you got people like fucking like Rudy Giuliani saying he's going bankrupt and he's saying, no, I fucking, you owe me 20 mil. So pay me illegally. And you got all these things cascading one after another. And now the Supreme court has stayed out of the fact that he can be charged civilly for January 6th in civil court. He has no immunity against that. And so any, I mean, I, it would be a fallacy for me to sue him uh, and claim like emotional distress. Right. But if someone someone could, can show a through line where their life was like this and then January 6th happened and now it's like this and he's the fault and he's the reason you could sue in civil court. He's going to lose everything. I, yeah, no, no. Couldn't happen to a fucking um, nicer guy. I Right. And, and the idea that like, if you go all the way back to 2015, 2016, the idea that he jumped into the presidential race solely to open Trump Tower Moscow and actually president because the Russians decided that that's what should happen mm-hmm. combined with Clinton deciding that's what should happen. Not that she wanted him to be president, but like she thought. You know, there's no way I can't beat this guy. Right. Um, and then and then and then all of and then didn't go to Wisconsin. Happens. Yeah. Right. It's just it's just incredible. Awesome. And I just the dominoes, the small domino, large domino of it. I can't, it's awesome. I, I just really like it. I there's so many things that if they actually I, I don't love many of the middle dominoes, but the small no, domino and the big domino, big fan. There's some really bad things going on. Yeah. That are because of him and because of what he's ushered into the this is okay now, but right. a lot of it's uh, chickens come home to roost. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what happens. So I, yeah, I'm with you. Lifetime I, of chickens coming home to roost. It is a lifetime yes. of chicken. What it is, honestly, is it's a lifetime of fucking people who, um, uh, it's a it's 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 a bunch of greedy hanger-ons that are going to bring them down. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Well, it's you know, a bunch you know, of fucking it's people. Sharks that get shits, the guppies. It's I've never heard that. I like it though. Yeah, it's death but, by uh, a thousand cuts. Yes, exactly, exactly. So, what uh, what else do you like this week? What are you geeking on? Um, so last year I had a goal of watching sixty movies I had never seen before, mm-hmm. and oh, that's uh, right, and the. The day before New Year's Eve Eve, I watched my 60th movie. I got in just under the wire. Nice. And so I said, okay, challenge yourself. You did 60. Let's do 80. So 2024 was my year. I'm going to watch 80 movies I had never seen before. As of this recording, I am at... uh, 63. uh, I'm at 23. So hey. 23 um, gets me, I'm on pace. I, I could probably do 100. Um, I've been trying, there's some nights I've been watching two a night, mm-hmm. um, but I've been finding some uh, movies I have never seen before or heard of. And they're all like, like I just watched, um, 
And it's a great one. If you guys haven't seen it, it's on Netflix. It's called The Parallax View. Um, It's it's Warren Beatty. And um, the premise is a very popular guy running for office. He's a senator. I think he's running for president, gets assassinated on the campaign trail. And then witnesses to the assassination start dying. And Warren Beatty, this like a dogged reporter guy, finds this conspiracy that it's basically just a bunch of uh, there's like a shadowy oligarchy cabal behind it all. And it's. Pretty good movie on top of the fact that it's it's like um, if it was if you were to remake the parallax view today, you could is what I'm getting at. Um, so I'm just finding a bunch of cool movies from, from Cronin, like though. the 60s and 70s movies I haven't seen before old movies there's some really good ones there's some that are fucking terrible I watched one uh, called uh, Charlie Varick which stars um, oh god damn what's his name uh, he's in Grumpier Old Men uh, Walter Matthau you guys know who Walter Matthau is by chance? He was old, I know the name. He was old when I was a kid. So he I think he was probably dead before you guys were out of high school. I believe that. But anyway, he always when I grew up, he always played like the grumpy old neighbor with the heart of gold. Yeah. He's sure. like a bad guy in this movie. And he, it is it is you cannot you can't make it work. It's impossible. It'd be like if you watch Tom Hanks kill a cop. You'd be like, what the fuck is this about? <laughs> That's America's dad. Yeah, it's very strange. Um, but I've, I've just I've come across some really uh, some really cool old movies uh, in the last in the last uh, week or so. Uh, Three Days of the Condor with Robert Redford, which is wild. Um, uh, the Great Escape with Steve McQueen. Um, yeah, I've uh, that's what's just burning through them. That's what I've been geeking. I, I like I said, I try nice. to watch two night. They're movies from the 1970s, so they're like 90 minutes long. Yeah. So it's not it's it. you don't have to devote three hours to it. You can just kind of watch just, you know, from 12 to two, you can almost watch two whole movies. So it's been it's been pretty cool. And then right. also, and I, say just, I just saw Bottoms. If you haven't seen Bottoms, it's new. It's a new movie. It is. Um, I don't know if it's on Netflix or Prime. Um, watch it. Watch it with your wives. Um, uh, get a little inebriated, super funny, very violent, very violent, super yeah. funny. Um, uh, Marshawn Lynch is in it, the best. You said that, and I was surprised. And doubling down it. on the fact that I think he would make a perfect Nordberg. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, bottoms, please actually watch bottoms only because I think you guys, uh, you and your wives would all enjoy it. It's a great date night. I'll definitely have to do that. Um, yeah. Hey, and if that's uh, if, if this show, I don't know what your whistle. Um, mm. Best thing you could do is go to wherever you listen to podcasts give us five stars and then give us a written review. Don't know why. It's just important that you give us a written review. Uh, tell us. Um, who do you think would make the best Norbert? I was going to say who Santa should fight next. Norbert. If, if Santa's Godzilla. Is the Easter Bunny Kong in this universe? Is there is there is there a Santa v the Bunny Ooh, at some point? I kind of like it. I don't object to it. Yeah, I kind of like it too. 
if you would like to Pacific Rim some sort of leprechaun around, uh, you can do so at any of the socials. All you have to do is search Jaeger. <laughs> search Geekcast Live. And you can check out the website that I made at violentpress.com. Two leprechauns fucking mind breathe <laughs> and they fucking control a giant Jaeger and they fucking punch Santa in the face. I love it. And the cool thing is a giant Jaeger to a leprechaun is just Santa sized. Yeah, yeah, it's just, it's just normal size. Yeah. It's, just, it's just a 12 inch toy. <laughs> oh, oh, gosh. If you'd like to uh, help us buy some 12 inch toys, you can do so over at patreon.com slash geekcast live. And if you want a 12 inch toy with my face on it, you can go to gcl.threadless.com. It's gcl.threadless.com. It's gcl.threadless.com. I feel like I have to say 12-inch toy one more time. Just yeah, you almost, you almost fucking slayed me there. Uh, <laughs> thank you all. Love you all. See you in hell. Happy Robbie-wary. Hey, everybody. As always, we want to take a minute at the, uh, at the end of this monstrosity to thank all of those amazing people that do help make this thing run. Uh, we can't do it without you. We do it for you, as a matter of fact. Uh, we've got uh, Dwag Reflux. We've got, of course, World Star. We've got uh, a lot of Bartova, Danger Johnson, Big Time Timmy Jim, Slughaven Kapitsky, I think uh, the third. That's right. Uh, David Dave, Jeep Duck of the Mississippi Jeep Ducks. Uh, Big Wad, Hardy Doug the Handyman, Channing Tatum, new this year, Flat Stanley, Zip Plorg, uh, the K-Man, uh, Three Finger Emily, four, she's Four Finger Emily this year, which is oh, nice to see. Uh, and anybody that I'm forgetting or left out, uh, write in, we'll tag you later. We love you, and thanks. Check this.